Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Five. Buenos dias, possums. Just to kind of, uh, we just wanted to take a pod to kind of update you guys on the exciting things happening in our lives. Uh, Josh just got a new truck, so I'll let him tell you all about that in a second. Uh, Billy coined the term Jote, which is a combination of Joe and Goat, and it might be the second best nickname I've ever gotten since I got the nickname of White Tiger. And, um, you know, if you guys haven't played Starfield yet, you should. That game is really awesome. I'll even tell you how to get the Mantis armor and the ship because I just found those last night. Um, what else exciting is what going a, on? What a nerd. Hop over on Twitch to see Joe talk about video games. Oh, yeah. I, I remember what's going on. It's it's football, right? NFL oh, football, yeah. week one. Get effing excited, possums. Go over to Sleeper and enter the code possum for up to 100 free dollars on their picks game. Uh, today we got some game previews, and at the end we'll do some real solid DK plays that we like, our awesome possums, if you will. Uh, but guys, this is where the rubber meets the road. You really shouldn't have many questions as far as who you are starting this week. Start the guys you drafted to be your starters. In my humble opinion, week one is not the time to get cute and start the fringe guys. Um, I don't care how great their matchup is. I'm not starting Jordan Addison or Irv Smith or Jalen Warren or Anthony Richardson. Until I really see what they are going to do. What is their role? Obviously, A Rich is a starter, but why gamble this early in the season? This should be the easiest week of choices all year. So reward yourself after the draft season. Josh, Billy, do you guys ever just get like really stressed during drafts and then you're just like, whoo, week one's here. Now we're good. We're good. Uh, Don't have I to actually. Think too much. I actually get stressed in between the draft, like when we have like drafts like a week, even a week early or our draft, which has been like a month long at this point where we were just sitting here waiting, which fortunately we uh, got lucky enough to where we didn't have any like serious, huge injuries to the to rosters. But honestly, Joe, you kind of stole my thunder. I was going to I was going to talk about something similar to what you're saying. Basically, just like don't look at your projections. Don't don't look at. Well, Miles Sanders is at twelve point four and Brian Robinson is only at eleven point four. If you want to start Brian Robinson over Miles Sanders, or you want to start someone that doesn't have the scores, don't put your roster in based on what ESPN projects. You know what they project? Not a single running back to go over 100 yards. Do you think that's going to happen? Absolutely not. They, <laughs> they, it's just projections. It's just for a, 
a general sense. Also, before week one, they have no clue. We don't have any clue. I mean, we're going to talk about all these games, but we're not going to be like, you need to go do this right now because we don't know what you want to do. Whatever you want to do is what you want to do, and you should do it and live it. Like, I'm not saying go start uh, Devin Kane over Bijan Robinson uh, this first week, but, you know, if you want to do it, do it, man. It's your game. It's your it's your season. It's your money that you're gambling. Like, go go play fantasy football, man. That's the whole point of it. I'm just seeing this insanity right now. It's like, should I start Patrick, Patrick Mahomes if Kelsey doesn't play, or should I start like fucking Derek Carr or something? It's like, bro, you spent a third round pick on Patrick Mahomes. You're fucking starting Patrick Mahomes. But God but damn. but Derek Carr has a good matchup. It's like, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Also, know. Billy, what's Billy. up? Yeah, Billy's here too. Yeah, no, thank you. No I was words. just letting you, you guys. I was letting you guys go through all of that. Um. I just want to remind everyone to use code possum on sleeper picks this weekend. Um, they're actually running a special right now over a half yard rushing for Christian McCaffrey. You can start building your parlay this weekend off of a Christian McCaffrey one yard rush. And that, you know, obviously that's a given. That means you only have to hit two more legs and you're in the money. No conspiracy I mean, corner. Come on. What, what do they know that we don't? <laughs> <laughs> just not, I wish I could play the X Files song, but we'll get in trouble. So I don't want to. I don't want to get mad. At the YouTube people that, mad at us. That right. actually yeah. happened one time where they did a special like that, where it was like it was in basketball. Though it was like somebody to get over one point, and the person get hurt, got hurt like two minutes into the game, and it didn't hit. So it does happen. Um, but yeah, that seems like who they picked for the jinx. Uh, speaking of betting and over unders and, and stuff like that, over under uh, amount of fireball shots on this week's. Uh, live stream podcast here for mm, yeah it's not gonna be a, a healthy amount but it is gonna be yeah four seems right four and a half I feel like 4. we're 5. gonna differ okay cool 4.5 i have a bottle of crown apple next to me i could take those i would have to get someone to get me something so that would probably not be happening <laughs> um yeah lose. guys so, I mean, there is some news out there for everyone listening. We are going to talk about the news as we talk about the teams. So don't worry. We're not forgetting about some massive injuries that are going to shake your week one team. We're not going to forget about any of that. So don't want to, um, don't want to, you know, burst anyone's bubble. We're going to get right into the previews. So, gentlemen, let's start on Thursday night. We're not going to preview hard the Thursday night game because you've probably already locked in your rosters if you're listening on Friday, but we're still going to get this out on Thursday anyway. So let's get into the previews. Joe, uh, what quarterback, controversial quarterback decisions can you be making for the Chiefs maybe? <laughs> well, not a whole lot in this one. Um, we do need to keep an eye out because there are possible thunderstorms in KC this week. Um, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. As I said, he was probably your third-round pick. He's matchup proof. He's a generational player. You're starting him confidently with or without Kelsey. But this game kind of does scream Super Bowl hangover to me. Just a little bit. Um, if Kelsey's green-lighted, you're obviously starting him. If he's out, you're not playing Blake Bell. You're not playing Noah Gray. Um, it's way too early in the season for that shit. So there's got to be someone else there. Um, there are a lot of good options this week in particular. Uh, I love Jared Goff in this one. He is 6K on DraftKings and should really have to pass a ton. Um Tight end Laporte is on your bench. I, he's going to be awesome. He's playing all the snaps, but I'm it's starting one. in a couple leagues. Actually, if you drafted him to be your starter, then you play him. But to. yeah, no, it's just totally fine. I think it's totally fine. But 
if you have a better option that's not a rookie going into his first NFL game, you should play him. <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, anything about Kelsey? You want to talk about him or, you know? His uh, knee's fine. I'm telling you, the NFL starts these scripts early, man. It's yeah, they're Burrow's already talking calf, about Burrow's calf, Kelsey's hey, knee. They started early. Time out. The NFL leaned into the script business in the first place. So I actually, I, I mean, they shouldn't have come out with shorts of, oh, the script is what? Who gets 100 yards? Yeah, I mean, they did it. They did it themselves. So uh, anyway, just get, getting right into running backs. I will say, if Kelsey's out, Noah Gray is not a filler. Don't do it. I don't know, Joe. You didn't touch on that, but it's not. It's not it. Like, oh, yeah. don't be like, do not sit. Uh, I don't know if Kittle's healthy or not, but I think he just got onto healthy. So, if, do not sit Kittle because you're like, oh no, great Thursday night. You are gonna hate that zero or three that pops up. What's up, Rougarou? And the comments. What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you, friend. I believe it's Rougarou, um, but whatever. We've been saying the same thing for three years now. That's true. He's too kind um, to, to say anything. But yeah, the Kelsey thing is concerning a little bit. Um, I don't know what to make of that going forward. But there's a chance that he just plays in his 100%, and this was all smokescreen because that's just, you know, the Chiefs love to do that. They said there's no ACL damage. Um, so at the moment, we still don't know what it is because I'm pretty sure they had to wait for the swelling to go down. But um, it's it's going to be something. And I, I also feel like it's probably a ruled out joke if I'm being honest, but it's still not Noah yeah, Gray. Which, not which Noah is Gray. fine. I, I just don't care to speculate until tomorrow. That's, oh, for sure. But just two days ahead of the game, and it's your only pass catcher. No offense, we'll get there. Um, but I just, I don't know. Bad play to start him uh, for the Chiefs, not for you. You always start Kelsey if he plays. Anyway, getting into the running backs. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, uh, this is going to be fun. We get a rookie, our first rookie starting, and we have no idea what this weekly workload is going to look like but we do know the Chiefs should score some points um, and only with a few receiving options on Detroit with Jamison Williams' suspension. Sorry, Billy, stepping on some toes. Gibbs should see a fair share of passes out of the backfield. Um, and I personally think this could end up as quite the opposite game script as people are thinking, especially if Kelsey's out. Um, so which turns me to David Montgomery, who everyone just, I, I don't even know why he was faded so hard. And I've said it once, I'll say it again. I think everyone is undervaluing Monty all around. He's on this team for three years. And on the off chance that the Lions do take the lead at any time, there will be a heavy dose of Monty moving forward. So uh, since he was drafted as your running back three or four, do not force it if you have better options. As we said, draft the guys you've drafted to start. But if you have a random wide receiver three you don't feel comfortable with or one of the few injuries that we will get to shortly, starting Monty, Monty should be a, a consideration that you take. So... Then onto the Chiefs, Pacheco, I personally think, is in for a nice expanded workload with Kelsey either limited or out. So expect a heavy run script to start for the Chiefs, although it is Patrick Mahomes. So he will throw the ball a lot, which brings me to Jarek McKinnon and could be a solid flex play. I'm not forcing him into any lineup because we don't. You probably got him in the last round or right around there. You're not. It's week one. Let's, you probably have better options. But if you need to or for DraftKings lineups, feel free to use them. And then CEH and Daneric Prince. Should be rostered in dynasty leagues, but you are not starting them anywhere near your draft right now. So I know we're not in draft season anymore, but I am just not a Pacheco guy at all. I can't get behind it. I just feel like this game in particular with Kelsey out, he's going to have a heavy workload to start. I, I thought he was overvalued in a couple drafts. Yahoo actually had him ranked probably the best where I saw. I think he was around like the 65, 70. 
Uh, but in ESPN, I think he was like 40, 50. And I think on like fantasy pros, he's right around 50 ish. And I'm like fifth round, man, like edge of fifth and sixth. It's tough for me. Like I'm getting Sanders, Montgomery, Khalil Herbert a couple rounds later, maybe not Sanders, but the other two. So. Well, if Kelsey is out, I mean, Jared, if Kelsey is out, Jared McKinnon is going to feast, I think. So. Although, so it's really tough because we McKelsey's missed one game the last two years. So it's really yeah. hard. To, we have no idea what this team's going to look like without him. I just have to imagine that running's going to be the for, the the forefront and try to burn some of that clock and make sure Mahomes doesn't have to do too much, basically. Fair enough. Um, all right, let's get into some wide receivers. As Rougarou, as he put in the comments, how to Shit, say I'm it. Wrong. I'm wrong, Ruga-ru. sorry. Yeah, shut up, Josh. Anywho, shut up, green shirt. All right, um, on to the pass catchers. So let's just get into the Chiefs. Uh, Kadarius Tony was upgraded to good to go for the game. Does that mean he's going to make more than one play? I don't know. I mean, we haven't really seen him in a whole lot of packages, but got to imagine if there is no Kelsey, that that means big things for potentially Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony. I cannot, with a good conscience, advise you to start either one of those players other than maybe a flex play if you are in a deep league and that's what your option is. But I think even if you got to give away, you know, get, you know, something in your lineup, then those are the guys you want to go with. But I, I can't, I can't do it with either one of those guys. Just can't. Sky Moore is a phenomenal DraftKings play. He's 4,300. Yes. I in love Sky more this week. Yeah, you could start him as a fly. I think Sky's gonna have a good, but you're right. It's week one. I want to see how it shakes out, but I'm I like Sky. It could be Justin Watson. Like nobody's talking about it. It literally could be, could be any of these guys. Yes, I mean I, I get the logic. Rice. If Kelsey's out and you want to take that dart throw, I just feel like you drafted a starter. Unless you had Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, and Kelsey on your roster. You probably don't have that many holes you need to fill. And that's question. Once again, Thursday nights have been pretty ugly in the past where you're sitting there watching that zero on your bench or on your on your lineup and you watch someone on Sunday go off for 12 to 30 points and you're just sitting there like, Bro, is this going to be the Richie James uh, game where he puts up like 160? Good. I remember for Richie Sam Clay, what was that, two years ago? Yeah, James that was, was fucking out of nowhere. I want, I want some money on that DFS that week. Um, but then you yeah. know you might it might be the Noah Gray game, like it might be the Jarek McKinnon they won't 120 be. yard receiving game. Like who knows? Maybe Pacheco. Like you just literally maybe Patrick Mahomes is going to throw it 50 yards in the air, run down the field, and catch it. We just don't know. Somebody's gonna be catching the ball, but we just don't know who it's gonna be. And I week one cannot trust any of these guys i need to see how they're used and if it truly is going to be a dart throw situation it's going to be in for a rough season for us um us overall but we'll see we will definitely know i think a little bit more after the game on thursday on to the lions obviously you're starting amon ross st brown don't have to overthink that you drafted him as a stud fire him up i think he should be a very powerful play in dfs as well but honestly, if you're going to win a big tournament in DFS, you're probably going to have to fade him because I'm sure that's going to be every person's uh, main play. But, you know, he's good. He's there for a reason. All right, on to Marvin Jones or Josh Reynolds. I think you're weirdly going to get more out of Josh Reynolds this week. I don't think it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be 
maybe borderline flex-ish. But other than that, probably not going to be very useful. And Marvin Jones, I just need to see what he looks like personally. I mean, he's always been kind of a, a guy that's roamed around the league. But if he went zero catches on the night, I wouldn't be overly shocked by the end of the game. I, I just wouldn't. Yeah. Agree with you. Uh, it's Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross receiver. I thought you were, I thought you were like Amon Ross St. Brown. And then you're like, all right. And then like you were going to end it, but you kept talking. So no, yeah, if you're playing the Thursday nights on DFS, he's 7,500 by the way. So he's actually a great value um, at that Ooh, point. But, yeah. So the thing with Thursday nights is it depends on the tournament you get into. Cause a lot of times, especially week one, I think people are so goddamn antsy to get their scores out there that they'll load up on the Thursday night game. But throughout the season, I feel like people get scared off because you do not want to enter, you know, Sunday with a freaking two on your thing, which I don't obviously you're not going to get from a Monra, but you get weird playability things um, on Thursday night as it'll go. Um, Rue, if you're asking about season long, it is really go with what you know, go with who you drafted to be the players. I don't like splitting hairs between people. That's not something I do week one. If you're looking at daily, it's absolutely play the values. Um, you know, when DraftKings puts out these prices, they're not putting in as much research as you or I or Josh or Billy is a lot of the time when they're putting. Obviously, they do. But you can find some great values on there. So I play the values, and then it's kind of like a three studs and then value it out the rest is my daily thought process. But Yeah. We also did talk about Sam Laporta right, probably right before you got on Rue. Um, yeah, uh, you don't want to start him unless he's already you drafted him as your starter. Basically, I, I do. I think we're excited, but as a rookie tight end. So, um, all right, getting into the winner of this game, who wins? Lions. Lions. I'm calling it as well. Damn, we're all going Lions. I love it. Super Bowl hangover. This would be that would just be amazing. Got a question on Twitch. Can you guys rate my team? We'd love to. Don't know, unless you're going to type it all out. Um, don't know how we're going to do that. Tell, tell the them to DM well. us on Twitter at Offensive Points, and we'll give you a full rating. We'll give you a shout-out. How about that? For sure. Um, all right. How do we want to go through the games we didn't really discuss in order? Um, need an order. Joe, how about you I'm just, just start one off, You man. just start them out. Okay, please do. All right. So we're going to go over to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, and we're going to watch the Cardinals get absolutely manhandled by the Commanders on Sunday afternoon. Um, again, like every game that's outside this week, there's rain likely or a chance of rain. So watch your forecast as we go up to the game time. But I really don't know how else to put this. This Cardinals team is going to be so bad. Um, you start everyone against them all year. I doubt you drafted Hal to be your starter, but he's absolutely serviceable in daily and in Superflex. He's 4,900 on DK. I don't know how much they're going to have to throw the ball, but that's a different story. Um, you know, Logan Thomas is probably going to be the starter at tight end, but Cole Turner has really been making some noise in the offseason. You're not starting either one of them, but Cole Turner is a guy to monitor. And then you get into the shit show of the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals announced today that they're starting Josh Dobbs against the Commanders on Sunday. Uh, they really held their cards tight to their chest. They didn't want anyone knowing who their starter was going to be as if it fucking mattered. Um, Josh Dobbs has thrown two touchdowns his whole career, so absolutely not. And then 
you know, Zach Ertz, oh, he was removed from the pup list. There's a chance for him to play week one. Why the hell would he play? That makes zero sense. So you're not playing him. Trey McBride is going to be your starter. Don't start him, but he's only 3,100 on DK. So if you have some real big cojones, you could go for it. I would advise against it. And redraft, though, absolutely not. Well, as for the running backs, um, I'm super excited with Sam Howell starting his uh, second career game at this point. Um, and with McLaurin not 100%, these running backs look really good. Uh, and with a little bit of rain, um, it's going to be unlikely that they're going to be throwing the ball deep, especially with Sam Howell being a little new. Um, so we should get a heavy dose of Gibson and Robinson. And I can make the argument to start literally either or both on the same team because both should see 15 touches, whether throw through the air or on the ground. Honestly, the dumps off, dump off should be plentiful uh, to get how comfortable to continue the start of his career. Um, and I don't feel great about starting either one, but I would say if I had to choose, it's Brian Robinson over Gibson just because of how they treated him last year. Um, but they are playing the Cardinals. So it's really hard for me to be like, dude, just, just fire all of them up. Uh, but I, I can understand great about starting them. I can understand if you have Gibson Sorry and you want to see, I no, no, that's fine. I, I just feel like I can understand why you'd want to see Gibson get a full workload first. Uh, just because he didn't, he got, kind of got cut off last year for Brian Robinson, which was a really cool story. But like Antonio Gibson was clearly the more efficient running back. Uh, Brian Robinson, I imagine went, went off and uh, trained this season and should be coming in fully healthy and not shot, which is super helpful. Uh, but yeah. And then, on the other side of the ball, uh, not to steal your guys' thunder, uh, a.k.a. Billy's, uh, James Conner might be the only person you want to start on this team. Uh, should likely at least see a touchdown, if not plenty of work. Uh, not very efficient on the ground, but he should get a lot of them, and I feel like 10 points at minimum should be your uh, your your eyeball. But he also could go off, and it's weird. I, I, I don't like James Conner. I have him on zero teams. But if you have him, you draft him as a starter, and he should be used as such. If the Cardinals make it past the 50 yard line, I will be absolutely shocked in this game. I mean, <laughs> it's Sam against Howell that line. I don't, I don't know. But back to the Brian Robinson thing. The only thing, sorry, Antonio Gibson's going to a contract here, which is awesome. We expect him to do a lot, right? I had to pump my brakes on him because in the preseason we saw Brian Robinson get five targets in the limited amount that he played. So this whole I love Brian Robinson this week. In fact, he is an awesome possum for me. I forgot where he is at price-wise. Let me look at my list. You're not doing running backs. You don't get to choose. So how many awesome possums did you put down? Like, Entirely. I have, I have a list of awesome possums. I'm old school. I like paper. So Joe has a list of 30 different lineups that he's putting in. Each one has an awesome possum on it. Got a lot. Brian um, Robinson is in all of them. I'll tell you that much. Well, I actually really appreciate you picking this one because it's very easy for me. So McLaurin is still not – we're not 100% sure if he's going to play. This is going to be basically like watch the injury reports because Marquise Brown is recovering from a hamstring injury, not 100% sure he's going to play. And then McLaurin's still got that turf toe injury, not sure 100% that he's going to play. They're both trending towards playing, but, I mean, that's kind of a scary way to live life just trending towards doing something. So my number one play of this entire game is Jahan Dotson. That is, that is the guy. This is the year that Jahan Dotson pops off. I really hope Sam Howell is locked in and he can actually get the ball down the field. That will be very nice to see in game one against the Cardinals. I don't necessarily think it's going to mean much, but at the same time, I am interested in it. And then for some reason, 
if McLaurin's out and you have Curtis Samuel sitting there on the waiver wire and you desperately need something for flex, I don't hate it. It's not great, but we forget the beginning of last year, Curtis Samuel was a top five wide receiver for the first six weeks of the season. Didn't love it because it's Curtis Samuel and then he ended up falling back to earth, but it did happen. I can't, can't say that it did. I, I honestly forgot about that. That was so great. Everybody. It was, for the, him. it was bizarre. Exactly. People were offering like wanting the, your premium players for Curtis Samuel. And if you fell into that trap, I'm sorry, maybe fancy football isn't the life that you chose, you know, were chosen to leave. On to the Cardinals. If they don't have Marquise Brown, you're looking at Rondale Moore and Michael Wilson. Sorry, I don't think I'm going to start either of them. I like Michael Wilson a lot, and I hope that he can show some stuff. But you're looking at potentially Michael Wilson, Rondale Moore, and Dorch. Don't. I actually don't love really that like that receiving core. It's just Josh Dobbs. No, I mean like not like like a low key like like I'm not saying it's like oh, okay. Chase and, and Higgins. Okay. I'm just saying I, I like, like those three guys. Really? No, I don't like it for this game. I don't like playing them with Josh Dobbs or any of these quarterbacks until Kyler is back, if he comes back. Um, as uh, Rougerou said, they're going to tank and Caleb is going to stay in school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Caleb did make a comment, Caleb's, which was a little... Uh, Caleb's going to end up getting more money if he stays in school. So if Arizona wants to tank out and have a terrible-ass team, they might not have a quarterback that's Caleb to go back on. So kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said on there. The only thing I want to make is if you're desperate in week one, it's going to be a long fucking season, boys. That's oh, yeah. No, no kidding. Um, I don't think anybody's that desperate to play Michael Wilson. I just I like the player. I mean, in deep leagues, maybe he gets a look. But yeah, but it's going to be a rough one. Uh, the, rough. The wide receiver. Yeah, the wide receiver room didn't really get dinged too much in the offseason so far, the preseason, I should say. Um, so we, we do obviously have a couple injuries, but it's not like the end of the world. By the way, if the Cardinals lose this or if the Cardinals win this game, this is going to kill probably 85% of survivor pools throughout the nation because I'm guaranteeing everyone's loading up commanders versus Cardinals as their survivor yeah. pick for week I'm not. One. I'm not. So I'm staying away from it in one and I'm going for it in another one. Um, because Everybody, you get Arizona once. Why would you choose Washington to be that well, team? Because you you're not going to pick Washington in that many games. Like, I guess that's they're fair. not going to be. So if you're going to waste, you're going to use your Washington pick. This is probably the com- most comfortable you're going to feel using them. But all right. So we have the commanders winning. Don't really think we need to. No, we can stop talking about further. them anytime you guys are ready. So right, we got go. Panthers Falcons again Sunday at noon. They're in a dome. You do not have to worry about weather. Um, so this is where Bryce Young uh, gets to play the much improved Atlanta defense for his first NFL start. Uh, you did not draft him as your starter, so you are not starting him. Aiden Hurst could be a streamer if Kelsey does not play, but he he has essentially played every snap that Bryce took in the preseason but it's not a great matchup at all, so don't do it. Desmond Raider gets a very tough matchup, and if Brian Burns' hold-in continues, I'm sure he would be very happy um, to hear that. But based on last year, Carolina was actually pretty generous to tight ends, so Pitts was drafted to be your starter, so I guess start him. You got to do it. Yeah, I hate this one for you too, Joe. I'm sorry. That whole that whole before was just rough. I'm Dude, sorry. There's a lot of really sad quarterback setups. Quarterback tight end, yeah, matchups. Well, anyway, let's get into some brighter notes. Uh, the running backs. Uh, so after all the offseason fantasy hate, it's Miles Sanders season. 
And he's actually one of my awesome possum plays of the week. 5,600 on DraftKings. Put him in your lineups. Uh, he is back from his injury. Uh, and it was a preseason really more layoff than anything. Uh, but anyway, Atlanta does not have a scary defense at all. And Sanders is ready to go. So do not expect that five yards per carry like he has been doing with the Eagles. Uh, going from the best offensive line to kind of middle of the road will likely make an impact. But they also didn't have Sanders last year on Carolina. So that offensive line might be a little bit better than we're actually thinking since it's pretty young. Uh, but once again, rookie running back or rookie quarterback starting his first game. Sanders should see plenty of work and hopefully he gets his offseason wish and gets a little bit more passing attempts. And while it's Sanders season, it is also Bijan's and we should see a bruising performance from him. Uh, you are starting him and you're not thinking about it, obviously. But I do want to let you know, do not be surprised when you see Patterson and Algier sprinkled in there because they will be. I don't know what they're going to try to keep Bijan healthy. What Bijan's going to be great for you for is the late round of the season when it gets cold outside and they're playing in Green Bay. I don't even know if they play Green Bay on their schedule, but, you know, a cold game, Bijan's going to be the bruiser. But uh, it's his first game, so expect a heavy workload. It's going to be pretty interesting, pretty fun. I feel like it'll, it'll be, be like 80-20 if, if anything. Oh, for sure. It's But it's got to be sprinkled in. So, like, if Algier takes the fifth handoff of the game, do not go, oh, it's over. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm trying to get at here is do not. And then Patterson's going to get some weird plays. He's playing the, the joker position. I'm pretty sure that's how they put him on the line uh, on their depth chart, unofficial depth chart. They have so. the J on there. Yeah. So there's Actually, Laporta is also in the joker position, which is pretty interesting to hear. So... It should be pretty interesting this year with the, the oh no, I'm thinking of Dolchich. Never mind, not Laporta. My apologies. My apologies. I'll shut up now. Okay. Well, Joe again picking a great wide receiver matchup. Um, Falcons, you're going to start Drake London. Look, I, I think Ritter is going. To, I I don't know how much they're going to pass. They were not a pass heavy team last year, but London is probably the guy I would want to go after on this offense. Um, don't really see a whole lot going out from Mac Hollins or any of these other random people that they've, you know, tried to get onto the team. So London would be my guy on the Falcons on the Panther side of the ball, Adam Thielen's limited. And then after that, you got a bunch of who knows if the, any of these people are going to be good. I want to start anybody from the Panthers. This is another game, another entire team. I would not start. Because you're not in that level of the season yet. You should not have a Panther starting in your lineup. If you do, you must be a Panthers fan. Or you're just maybe not, you know, not going to win this year. I don't know. Like, this might not be your week. For sure. Also, Chark has got a hamstring issue and is not going to be practicing. He didn't practice no yesterday. So shit about DJ. I'm just saying he's the number two-ish wide receiver on the team. Him. <laughs> I'm just trying. Because... I'm not saying you're going to start him. I'm just saying like there's no wide receivers. So I, I honestly, I... if anybody's listening to this before the bets are like season long bets are closed off, go bet on Bryce Young to throw the most interceptions this season. I just really think that is where this is headed. Uh, when Frank Reich was in Indiana or yeah Indianapolis, every quarterback there threw a ton of interceptions, and that includes the league leader Carson Wentz when he threw league you know the highest amount of interceptions. Frank Reich was there. I think they're going to try to throw the ball as much as possible to uh, carve out something for this defense, but this defense is going to be good. The offense is going to be bad, 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 bad. I think, I think Thielen and Hurst are going to be like the, the binky players, 
you know, just, just be out there, target them. And I think mm-hmm. Mingo is, they're going to try to get hit that chemistry involved real early. So I think essentially throughout the season, those are the three players that are going to do the least bit of anything, but who knows? Yeah. Well, they got to get Thielen's Walker back up and running before he can get out there. So <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> just call it that. Um, I have the Falcons winning this game. I just don't think the Panthers are ready. I also have the Falcons, but I think it's a lot closer than you're putting on. I do not think this is a blowout by any means. I think there's a lot. I don't of think it'll be a blowout. I did not say it'll be a blowout. I just don't talk about the Panthers are ready. All right. You talked pretty bad about them. They're going to be pretty bad. I do agree, but uh, I think they will be a little bit. I think Atlanta will just be shaking off the rust is what it is. Well, the Carolina has a good defense. That's the only reason this is like, I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. But all right, Joe, pick a better matchup, please. Yeah, I got you right here, Billy. So Bengals and Browns, again, noon game on Sunday, Cleveland Browns Stadium, slight chance of rain, as with every game this week. Burrow always be struggling against these Browns, though. So one in four, that's just wild to me. Uh, the Browns team got Miles Garrett some help with Sedarius Smith. So I think Burrow has a less than stellar day in this one. That does not mean you said him. It just means that Ward and Newsom kind of have an idea how to defend these receivers here. So Herb Smith has been one of my deep sleepers. Um, he actually has a pretty solid matchup. It's not the worst idea in daily at 3,600 um, on DraftKings, but you're not, you're obviously not starting him in season long. And then will Deshaun Watson rub out the ghosts of the past? <laughs> Sorry. He had a 58% completion percentage last year. Sacked a ton. Uh, he started to look a little bit better with multiple TD games in his last two. This is the middle of the pack matchup. Why do you think Elijah Moore is going to help him out a ton, though? So if you waited on QB, you got Watson. I think you're going to have to ride with him and hope for the best. Uh, Njoku is going to be the red zone guy in this offense. And with no uh, Von Bell or Jesse Bates for the Bengals, I it's a shot that I'm pretty comfortable taking. So starting to joke. Yeah. I appreciate Lucas saying hello. That's very nice. Yeah. Welcome Lucas on Twitch. Thank you for tuning in. Real nice. Yes. Love a good Lucas. We got a friend named Lucas. We call our friend, I guess, you know, anyway, uh, onto the running backs, Joe Mixon. Uh, a lot of people were low on Mixon coming into the season and with Burrow just now getting fully healthy. Uh, and there's no suspension for Mixon. This means he will have a chance to get a full workload, I imagine. Uh, the addition of Dalvin Tomlinson and um, the defensive end that is completely coming from my name, right? Uh, Zadarius Smith bolsters the D-line uh, on Cleveland, but I think Mixon sees a healthy mix of pass and run, so it should fire him up with some pretty decent confidence. And then Chubb. It's Chubb. Like you're, you're good. You're stoked to see what he can do. You're starting him without thinking about him. You drafted him in the first, maybe the second round if people are stupid. Uh, and if Watson struggles or plays well, it really doesn't matter because Chubb will continue trucking. Uh, but I do want to do a little side note before because it's just these two. Uh, no other starters for either of these teams, but it will be interesting. No, to see. no, it will be interesting to see who shakes out as the number two, as both teams have a you know couple guys behind there and no real t- like you know clear cut second. I think a tentative ad for any of these in Dynasty is always a good play. I think I picked up a couple. that You could drop them week three for all I care. I'm just saying, you never know what can happen. You want to see who the number two is. And if you somehow get that number two, who's the only other person who touches the ball more than likely, you keep him because he's a handcuff. Just trying to put that out there. Nice. Agreed. 
All right, on to the wide receivers. You're starting T. Higgins. You're starting Jamar Chase. You're starting Amari Cooper. You're putting in your flex spot either Tyler Boyd or DPJ. I think this game is kind of profiling to potentially be a shootout, which would be very exciting. Uh, The Bengals have a new secondary they're breaking in, so this will be a good get-right game for uh, Watson. And then just if if Joe Burrow is completely healthy – you know, the Bengals are going to fire themselves right back up and get into this game. I would love for this to be what it's, you know, build to be a shootout. But then again, you always get these division games ends up being 13 to 10 and we look like dumbasses. So who knows? You know, that's the beauty of fantasy football. But if you also need a flex play, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore, it's going to be a challenge all season to figure out which one's going to be the number two. But maybe that shakes out within the first couple weeks and you know if you've got the number two on the team. Can I do an awesome possum real quick? Sure, Off Joe. of my list of 40 names. All right. Elijah Moore is $3,800 on DraftKings. I'm proud of you, Joe. You're you're putting you're putting names out there for the for the people. Well, we're gonna build that at the end if you guys are wondering. But Joe just wants to do it throughout. Yeah, but I mean Elijah Moore is totally gonna have six catches in this one, right? So actually, I was about to say this. So the Browns have actually beaten the Bengals uh five of the last six games. And most of those are with Joe Burrow, or four of the last three three and one with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow did get a win last year in uh December, but it's been like the Browns mostly. And honestly, that was because Deshaun Watson was starting. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to have a full off season and kind of like get a little bit better. We don't really know that for a fact, but I'm just saying this game could be really close. I'm going to pick the Bengals just because be. I feel like Baker kind of owns to. Burrow. Let's just keep, you know, let's just make sure we know okay. that, that, okay. that's it. Baker. Is I'm just Burrow's seeing daddy. the script writer, that 10 minute show right before the Super Bowl. You're going to have Burrow jumping on the cart. And then you're going to have an announcer being like, he's one in four against the Browns, and he's going to beat the Browns. It's it's a whole thing. So, since he's going to win. I mean, I, I have, it makes sense in my brain. I have since he winning as well. Um, but who knows? Division games always weird me out. Just it feels like it could go either way and be low scoring. I don't know. Uh, most of those games were pretty high scoring still. It was just not the Bengals. So, it's tough. Yeah. All right, Joe. All right. Texas Ravens. Texans Raven. Not Texas Raven. Texans and Ravens. Um it's really taking everything in my power not to put Lamar Jackson as the number one QB this week. I think he's gonna slaughter the Texans. I know D'Amico Ryans is a great coach. I know Houston defense is improved, but Lamar has been shit on all offseason, got paid, and now he's gonna show that he's worth it. The Ravens wide receiver one, Mark Andrews, should see a lot of Jimmy Ward this week. He is solid and knows the scheme that D'Amico is trying to implement, but he's also 32 and should see Andrews in the slot a lot. And he really digressed in coverage last year. So Mark Andrews, my number one tight end this week. Uh, CJ Stroud, probably going to have to throw a lot in this one. But everything I said for Lamar getting shit on, I think the Ravens' defense is going to back him up, and they're going to fuck up CJ Stroud. Um, so don't think about starting him. Dalton Schultz, really iffy on this year. He hasn't even dominated the tight end group in Houston, so I need to see what his role is going to be or if it's the Quentin Tarantino dude. 
whatever the hell that guy's name is, that's actually going to be the starter for this team. So, easy. We actually have yeah. a question on Twitch. It says, thanks for all the advice. Helps a lot. I have one question. Should I get Lamar and Njoku for Justin Herbert and Brandon Ayuk, knowing I have Friar Muth and he has Kittle? I would I would stick with Herbert and Ayuk. I think I, I think I don't I'm think leaning that is. way myself. Yeah, if he's trying to pedal a backup tight end to you, uh, this is my problem. And don't get me wrong, it's Njoku, but he did not have great success with Deshaun last year either, which is killing me. Um, he looked great with Brissett. Well, is Lamar an upgrade for Herbert? Probably, right? Well, those two cancel each other out. I think it's, it's really super Njoku canceled out. It's yeah, that's it's, just your fla- your flavor of wine that. that you like. Yeah, and I, I think Ayuk over Njoku, and you already have Freermuth. Like, what are you trying to get two tight ends for? I think you can upgrade tight ends. But ah, it does really leave you short a wide receiver. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I'd probably stick, with, stick with what you, you think Joku is a – I also think Herbert last year her, – Dude, Herbert was my, – my thing is Herbert was QB2 uh, last year or two years ago. And then last year, off weird, no touchdowns. Like, the touchdowns really dipped, but he still had the yards. So it's like he's that close to being the number two to number three quarterback. And with the addition of Quentin Johnston, I'm not getting rid of Herbert anywhere for a basically lateral move. Lamar, obviously they have weapons now, which I personally think this is going to be Lamar learning how to pass and be a pocket quarterback here. They're not going to be running against the Texans with Lamar as much as he would on, like, a game that no we've talked mattered. about this all off season i think we're all pretty high on ayuk ayuk, ayuk. yeah we're all pretty high on him break yeah here. it yeah. it should be there should be there's gotta be someone else that can catch a baller than kittle and we don't really think it's debo um anyway getting into the running backs real quick uh jk dobbins should be fully healthy and he's actually another one of my awesome possum plays of the week i didn't i only picked four unlike joe who picked 55 uh but he has been back at practice the last two weeks and the Texans gave up nearly 3,000 yards on the ground last year. Good for dead last in the NFL. So fire up Dobbins, especially if you have one of the few injuries that are linging throughout the year so far. Uh, and the workload split will be something to watch. I don't think you're worried about it with the Texans. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Gus Edwards are on the roster, and they could easily take it easy on Dobbins coming back. But Dobbins is the lead, so you ride it, and you drafted him as such. So uh, you, you ride it against the sports defense. And on the other hand, Damian Pierce, uh, plenty of teams had success against the Ravens, but it was usually not through the ground last year. And with a rookie quarterback starting, you have to assume that Pierce will be heavily involved early and often. Um, and the Texans will eventually be likely to force to throw, but you still start Pierce. I think this is the first like fringe. I don't know if you want to start him, but I think you still do because he's an explosive play away. And it really only takes one good run for him to break free as we saw last year. So if you're getting a little weary of Pierce and you have a better option, sure, please feel free. But I would never tell you in good faith to sit Pierce. Uh, and then Singletary uh, could see some work in this game because they'll probably be losing. But until we see how that split goes, you're not f- bumping Singletary in there. Like, I mean, sure, this could be something week two. You saw seven catches for on nine targets, and you're like, yep, I'm starting Singletary next week. The Houston Texans are bad. They're going to be dump-offs. Damian Pierce can also catch the football. He just, you know. Just, just let him out there. Do not start random people. I think Joe kind of covered that in the beginning of the pod. Doesn't get chosen for that. Um. All right. Well, I feel like my job's kind of easy. I do think this is going to be more of a running game than an actual throwing game. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. These defenses are just good enough to where I don't think that they're going to have a ton of success through the year. Uh, Texans like to slog opponents out. 
Uh, my choices for wide receivers for the Ravens is actually just Zay Flowers. Um, I do think Odell is interesting, but I, there's also a chance Odell barely does any, like two for 12. Like that would not shock me at all. Um, and Rashad Bateman, he might get one snap and then, you know, his foot will hurt. Zay Flowers, on the other hand, he's a new toy. I think they might try to use him in the offense, try to get him up to speed. And I do think he can break a big play. And are the chances that him catching three balls for 105 yards, uh, that that seems like something I could totally see happening in this game. Um, on the Texans side of the ball, no thank you to Robert Woods. I'm all good on that. And I think I'm going to try Nico Collins out as a flex play this week. You probably have better options on your team. He's probably you're choosing between him and whoever you chose for your like fourth running back. I'd probably go with the running back. But if you if you really want to get spicy, Nico Collins isn't a bad choice. Yeah, and also I think Mechie might not play, or he was questionable at the moment. So I, yeah, I don't. I, the injury I'm not saying I'm, is a complete like wash this week for wide receivers. A lot of them are hurt. I'm not saying Mechie was a start, but it's just it gives more to Nico Collins, who's been on the team forever. We talked about him in the the Texans team preview. I have to imagine that's the number one wide receiver on this team. So if you had to start one, it's Nico for sure. I agree with you. Gus Edwards, 4,500 on DraftKings. Oh, for the love of God, All right. Joe. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DraftKings is at so the end. The, uh, I know. We're going to get to it. And Coach told me to speed it up. So we got Jaguars Colts Sunday at noon at Lucas Oil Stadium. We're going to start Trevor Lawrence and Evan Ingram confidently. I do want to monitor what the presence of Ridley does to Ingram in this offense, uh, but that's you're starting them. 
Anthony Richardson gets an average matchup here. Don't start him just yet. Just enjoy the moment when you see the unicorn, the Greek god, Demi-Gorgon, the most interesting man in the world, take his first regular season snap. And then with Jelani Woods hurt, I'm not touching this whole tight end by committee nonsense with the Colts do. Pretty easy there. Yep. Um, and speeding it up, uh, Travis Etienne, another awesome possum. Wow, it's wild. 6,900 on DraftKings. Uh, so, listen, I got to say this twice. Just I know we're supposed to go quicker. Take Bigsby shouldn't have a large role in week one, and he should not have a large role in week one. Just letting you guys know. Uh, he's a rookie running back. Etienne is still the running back one on this team. He's going to have a great start against a Colts matchup. Uh, this is just going to be amazing. And Jaguar should be up big early, if not halfway through the game. So sit on your tank stock for a few weeks. If you drafted them and redraft, do not drop him. I'm not saying do that, but this is still Etienne's backfield to lose. Just don't expect him to lose it in week one against this team. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, I, I do want to caution anyone who actually plans on starting Deion Jackson in week one. I do not believe it's a good idea. I, I know that you're like, ah, yeah, man. And, and on ESPN, it says he's going to get 12 points. That's not it. Do not do it if you don't have to. Um, if you have to, sure. I just can't imagine a world where the Colts stay in this game long enough to utilize Jackson. And if there was a running back one on this team, it is Richardson who is going to go for like 150 yards and it's going to be on all scrambles. So do not, if you, if you can, do not start Deion Jackson. And if I'm wrong, you can yell at me. I don't care. But like, you just, you have to have a better option unless you drafted every single running back that isn't playing week one have to have to have a one like there's no no ifs he definitely have to have a better one all right on the cold side of the ball i'm not starting any of these wide receivers not this week i need to see what anthony richardson looks like throwing the ball um my fear biggest fear is that this is a justin fields throwing the ball 17 times a game situation but maybe they prove me wrong after week one i don't know i just i need to see it first um on the other side of the ball, you're starting Kirk. You're starting Ridley, who's the my DraftKings awesome possum play of the week. Um, and then sneaky Zay Jones, actually, in a flex. I could see them trying to run up the score on the Colts, and Zay Jones actually you know, has quite, chem- quite good chemistry with T-Law. I will say, good thing for the Colts wide receivers, you do not need to start any of them because Pittman was the first wide receiver on the Colts going anywhere, and you drafted him in the fourth or like as your fourth wide receiver at the very least. So you should be yep. fine to sit them. And don't, I do think in the future you. it could be something, but do not. Yeah. So uh, Jackson. Jags win. Yeah. Jags win. All right. All right. I am going to cover a game here that I think would be a awesome real life historical battle, which would be Buccaneers versus Vikings. That'd be pretty crazy. Um, but the Buccaneers are traveling to U.S. Bank Stadium to play the Vikings at noon on Sunday. So pretty simple. No Baker, no Otten. Yes, Kirk. Yes, Hawkinson. Simple stuff, folks. That was pretty easy. Uh, running back wise, it's also pretty easy. Uh, Rashad White finally gets the workload. Probably uh, they rested him for the majority of the preseason uh, for a reason. He is the running back one on this team. Let's see what the workload looks like, but I think he's uh, he's good to go against this terrible defense and he should find some holes early and often looking forward to a full workload for him also for a full workload, or should I just say starting workload? It's Madison with the starting job. We're going to be very excited to see this. You are obviously starting him unless you got him super late, which I doubt it because his price was a bit higher uh, or at least in that market to market to be the running back two or three on your team. Uh, but the Buccaneers have been pretty stout against the run in recent years, but that defense continues to get depleted over the last few years because they can't hold on to anyone. And that team has died since they bought their Super Bowl. Uh, there should be plenty of balance to this offense. 
so Madison should get a lot of, uh, you know, run. So you're starting both these guys and nobody else. Um, all right. As far as the wide receivers go, Justin Jefferson, ever heard of him? Definitely going to start him in this game. Jordan Addison, also think that you could get some good run out of him in week one. I know Josh is going to try to convince me that KJ Osborne's a good play too. Not for me. The Bucks, on the other hand, actually sneaky think this is a good week to play your Buccaneers. So Godwin, I think, is going to be Baker's like safety blanket. I think he's going to use him early and often. Um, and then I also think Mike Evans, whether the contract dispute actually bleeds into this game, I don't know. Um, that is kind of a weird, confusing situation to follow, but I think he will be there on Sunday, and I do think Baker will try to utilize him. I actually, guys, kind of sneaky think this one will be a shootout. This Vikings defense is very bad, and their secondary is much worse. So if there's one game where Baker could ball out, it would be this one, and then he'll go into the trash can after that. But this one game, this could be interesting for him. I was actually randomly looking at projections while I was typing this up, and they had Baker at 280 yards passing because they just assumed the same, basically. And, and Minnesota's the Vikings one that you're suck, getting, man. That. Yeah, that defense is rough. Okay, we have a question on Twitch real quick. We'll get to as we switch games. I know you guys have to hurry, but it would help real help a lot of you rate my team. Herbert, Bijan, J.K. Dobbins, wide receivers, Devontae and Chris Olave, tight end, Fryermuth, Flex, Hopkins, kicker, Boswell, defense, the Saints, his bench is Bryce Young, Derek McKinnon, Raheem Mostert, Javante Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and George Pickens. I think it's a pretty decent roster. I mean, I don't think there's like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think there's any missing holes, which is the best part. Um, you're hoping Bryce or you're hoping Bryce Young can fill in that one bye week, and I love that because at the moment, hopefully Herbert's bye week's a little bit later is the biggest thing. Because if if his bye week was week five or something, you'd be like, Bryce. But you can always find someone on the on the waivers if that's not the case. So yeah, no good bench. I like this roster a lot because I, I think your running backs are the cure. I mean, Bijan's fine, but like the other four, one of those or the other three, one of those four, one of those guys is going to work out. You yeah. don't know which one it's going to be right now, and we couldn't predict that either. But one of those four people is going to have a good season. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> any team with Bijan's a friend of mine. Um, yeah, uh, you got Ayuk and Pickens, Hopkins, Devontae, and Olave. Wide receiver room's great. I don't. Yeah, I don't wide receiver. Love Devontae, but one. you're gonna be able to patch that together real good. So it'll be just fine. Yeah. B. Oh, good team. Plus question mark. All right, Joe, pick a new game. All right. Go eight eight minus. My bad. My bad, guys. Sorry. Bro, you great hard, man. All right. Uh 49ers Steelers. Oh, it's Pittsburgh, Jamal Williams, not Javante, but that actually kind of helps more in my opinion. Nope, that goes B plus. That goes B to me. <laughs> Javante all day, son. Fair Just enough. kidding. Sorry, Joe. I love Mozart this week. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Niners Steelers. We got Bosa back, and we got TJ Watt back. Um. So this is going to be an old school defensive matchup here. Um. Both of these defenses were top one third in points allowed last year. So that means they're really good. I think I worded that incorrectly. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Pickett and Purdy were both drafted to be your backups. I say you keep it that way this week, and we're starting the tight ends. Kittle and Muth both have pretty solid matchups here. But like I said, probably going to be pretty pretty old school, especially if it rains. Yeah, 
Um, and as you drafted someone, you drafted McCaffrey as your RB one and probably your first pick, unless somehow he slipped to the second round, which that would be wild. Uh, so amount, no amount of, they may use him less or they may keep, take it easy. We'll stop you from starting him. Uh, he's the most versatile running back in the league. And I want to let you guys know, Elijah Mitchell at this point is nothing more than a handcuff or deep league play throughout the year. So if you were in a 10 team league, Elijah Mitchell is not in your starting lineup, no matter what the mail, well, if it's Arizona, maybe the matchup does count, but not this one uh, against the Steelers D. Uh, and then Najee, man, I was originally actually thinking that this is going to be a great start and kind of a sleeper start with Nick Bosa out. But when that contract got signed today, I was super uh, un- un- unenthused because honestly, the sure Javon Hargrave is good at stopping the run. But behind with Nick Bosa not playing, man, Najee could have had a week. Uh, you're going to temper expectations, but you do not sit him unless you have a valid enough backup. And considering nobody drafts running backs or cares about running backs anymore, Najee's probably in your lineup. And I want to let you guys know that Najee also catches passes. I don't know who thinks that that is Warren and that is only Warren that's going to do that. He is a change of pace back. And I want to keep that as a thing. And especially week one, it is Najee's job to lose. Same with Etienne's. There's no Najee's given. I don't even want to get into that soapbox. You know, the best way to beat. Nick Bosa, when he's flying at your face, is you just locked a really soft hole of pats right over him, right to Najee, and just let we're, Najee we're Warren. Anyway, on to wide <laughs> <No>. receivers. <laughs> just kidding. On to wide receivers. Uh, on the Steelers, George Pickens. I want a breakout game from George Pickens. I would love to come in here next Wednesday and us be like, holy shit, George Pickens. Like, what are we – you know, that would be awesome. I really hope that can happen. I think this is going to be a defensive battle, so I'm not really sure how much that either team's going to be airing it out. But George Pickens is a starter. Uh, Deontay Johnson is a starter. Debo's still a starter for the time being. And Brandon Ayuk better be your flex play. Like, that is a phenomenal flex play this week. Um I would say, like, if you had him or, like, Hopkins on the team that we were judging earlier, I might actually lean Ayuk. I don't know. I I actually might. Um, I'm just interested to see how Kyle Shanahan uses him this year. We got David saying Steelers, baby, and Rougarou saying Pickens, which, yes. No, I think Deontay Johnson was one of those sleepers, and depending on what the league you were in, too, like, you probably got him late. He he doesn't need to start on your team more than likely where you drafted him. But if you, if you want to, this is one of those times where we revert back to what we said in the beginning. If you want to start someone over someone, as long as it's not ridiculous and weird, if he's projected 10 instead of 14 or 11, than the other guy start the guy you want, man. So I think Pittsburgh actually has a chance to win this game. Sorry, Billy. Oh my God, Joe. Um, I don't want to keep doing it. 49ers win 49ers win. I like Pittsburgh, I'm, man. I'm actually going to go Pittsburgh as well with Joe. I, I think it's a really close game, but I think Brock Purdy coming back from the, the elbow injury is going to be a little rusty, and that might be all that Pittsburgh needs to take it. But I think it'll be a really close. I think it's going to be a really good game. This will be one of the best this, this week. For sure. Kenny Pickett's going to be throwing those tiny hands all over I, the place. I don't personally think Kenny Pickett's going to be great either. I think it's just going to be like a scrappy game. Scrappy. All right. So Titans Saints in the Superdome. Uh, QBs are pretty easy this week. Derek Carr would be the only one I would consider, and that's a fringe guy in a 14-team <laughs> league or a super flex. Um, I do like his prospects for the year. The connection with Jawan jo- Johnson is real. It happened in the preseason. It's something I anticipate carrying over into the regular season. Jawan Johnson is an awesome possum at 3,900 on DK, and I'm going to try not to uh, talk about daily a whole lot more. Billy, I'm sorry. Uh, Carr... 
could be interesting for tournaments. Um, but Juwan Johnson is a top 10 guy for me, or top 12 guy for me this week. And is a great, is the replacement for Kelsey if he does not play because he was largely undrafted. Tannehill is going to stay on your bench, and Chig is iffy for me. Tyron Matthew and the Saints were pretty good at locking down tight ends last year. Actually, the Saints allowed the fewest points to tight ends last year. Fun fact. Um, I, I need. I know we got to get off here soon because I got to go stare at my truck for a little bit longer. But uh, I do have a question about Aconquo, uh for you, Joe. Why am I seeing people yeah. drop him in leagues right now? I saw someone drop him for Noah Gray. I saw someone drop him for like, I don't even oh, know who it was. Yeah, it was some weird. There's been some weird stuff going on in my leagues. Bro, it's it's because this whole Kelsey thing. Everyone thinks Noah Gray is going to be a league winner. Blake Bell is going to be. A I saw league him dropped in two leagues, two redraft like, leagues. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like... It's a name that people are all about. No, you don't drop Chig. He was fucking crazy. awesome. I tried not to cuss there, but I still did. It's okay, man. Made it through. He's awesome. They know, they know what offensive points is. Okay, anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get your opinion because I actually have him in a league and I was not <clears> thinking about <throat> dropping him because I'm not an idiot. But anyway, into the running backs. This should be pretty simple here. Derrick Henry is the new ageless wonder uh, and he gets a heavy dose and you're happy about it in this game. And he's in a dome, so it doesn't really matter if it's raining, but it, he'll still act like it's raining because that's Derrick Henry. Uh, now onto the Saints. Uh, I think Jamal will get the workload early uh, and should be a pretty decent flex play. Um, this is what you drafted him for. You got him because he is there for uh, Kamara suspension. But go get Kendry on your team if there's an available. He is not drafted in a lot of places. Um, I've seen him in on the waivers, except for the one league I'm in with Joe and redraft, who obviously has Kendra. Uh, But do not be surprised if he, you know, if an out pops up on your radar on your team and Kendry's sitting on the waivers, go pick him up. I'm not saying play him. He could be lights out week one, but he probably won't be. Uh, but there's going to be a workload for them there in the future, whether it's buying Kamara, whether there's an injury, whatever. Kendry could be a good bench stash. Just want to get it out there. But Jamal should be fine if you need to run him. Juwan, Juwan Johnson, Johnson all day. Schultz, I would go Jawan Johnson as well. I actually am – in the Schultz fan club. I don't think there's a lot of people out there with that like Schultz, but uh, Houston's going to need help. And I think there's going to be some dump offs there for Stroud. So interesting. Yeah. What up Jordan X general. Who's Jordan. Um, Kendrick dealing with an injury. Um, yeah. I'm just saying in the future, well, maybe he'll be the out that you can put in your IR. If you're, if your league's got it, I just think that there's a chance there that this uh, does pop off, whether it's with Kamara without Kamara. And in redraft, nobody's thinking about them. So think about it. True. All right. Wide receivers wise. Um, I'm a little tepid to put Traylon Burks in week one. I think the injury, while it's not going to affect him as far as playing, I do think that they might not go 100% and throw him a ton of targets week one. So I don't think I'd be starting him week one unless you desperately need a flex play. I do think DeAndre Hopkins is a good spot, you know, in a good spot to get a lot of targets this week. Um, as far as the Saints go, uh, Chris Olave is an obvious start. And then Michael Thomas, question mark, question mark, question mark. I mean, you don't do start it to him. yourself. No, you do not. The range of outcomes is wild. You do he, not. Why? What if, he, what if he goes out there and has 30 points? I mean, you drafted wild, him as right? your fourth wide receiver. Once again, we talked about you drafted a starting roster for someone. You are not sliding Michael Thomas in there. You do not have you, to. You, you Pittman or Thomas. You, there you go. Perfect. Pittman. All day. Is this our fireball bet? Pittman yeah, Thomas, week one? I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Joe to say yes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm betting on that one. All right. We got um, one. I would Man, go Thomas. Speak. 
Michael Thomas versus Michael Pittman. The Battle of the Michaels. The Michaels. Michael, I'm writing this down. Mike, and you Michael and Mike action. Uh, Ruru says Hopkins versus Lattimore. I understand, Ru, but Hopkins is one of those guys where it's like, I think he's going to be able to weather the storm. Like, if it was a weaker wide receiver, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Lattimore's going to lock him down. Hopkins has shown over the years that he is very, very crafty, and I think that he's going to be able to get his – even against a tough cornerback like Marshawn Lattimore. Speaking of Jordan, taking things personally, I say, "Who's Jordan?" He goes, "Eagles good enough to make the wild card." Get out, get out of here. We'll we'll talk by about wild, if by wild card you mean Super Bowl. Yes, it's a wild. All right, wild. Joe. Oh, uh, Saints win this game. Actually, I'm going. Yeah, hundred percent. We actually agreed yeah. on a lot of things. Yeah. Weird. It's week one, man. It's easy to agree on shit. Say that. All right. Time for my favorite game of the week, Packers-Bears at Soldier. It's the first afternoon game we are going to cover. Chance of rain, wind blowing east. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Soldier Field. I know you have, Josh. There's a weird gap where the wind swirls, so when the wind blows east, it's kind of interesting. But I digress. It's Justin Fields' day. Green Bay is a difficult matchup. Uh, Fields is going to be in your lineup. You drafted him to be in your lineup. This game could turn into a shootout of sorts. And I think the Bears' defense is pretty beat up already, and they're definitely lacking. So Fields is going to have to make it a game, which means points for him. Cole Komet has had mixed results against Green Bay in his career. He has never scored against them, so that's kind of shitty. Sorry to him if you got him, but he is outside of my top 15 this week. And my awesome possum play of the week at quarterback is Jordan Love, 5K on DraftKings. And he is pretty much in all of my lineups, or at least several of them already. Interesting. The secondary is young, learning to play together, and what should be essentially zero putt pass rush against Jordan Love should make things pretty easy for him. Musgrave really? played almost every snap. You don't think Yannick Ngakwe is going to eat? You don't think any of the dude, he's been there for like two weeks and do shit all awesome. No, he ain't doing shit. Luke Musgrave is on your Jeez. bench, but... He did play every snap in the preseason, but I'm not touching him. We shall not see. Week one. I'm taking your Bears opinions with a grain of salt. Like you just hate your Bears and then they end up popping off. And you're like, you love Justin. No, Fields. I think the Bears are gonna win. I think the Bears are gonna win. I just think it's gonna be a really high scoring game. All right, so I, all right, all right. I actually have a really this is gonna bog things down just just a bit. Oh no. I think Justin Fields, not for fantasy, is is an overrated quarterback. Oh, here I don't want to. I don't want to well, hurt I mean, anyone's even, feelings. How do we know one way or the other right now? Like I don't. I even just know. feel like everyone just walking off the set, but I just feel like everyone has just like assumed Justin Fields as this like next Jalen Hurts, and like we haven't seen him throw the ball yet. Yes, they added DJ Moore. Joe, you hated DJ Moore last year, but now you love DJ Moore. It's not like they add, they did not add AJ Brown. They added a wide receiver. They added another okay wide receiver. Good. DJ Moore is just as good as AJ Brown. I, get us to the run. Just is get this us another fireball. Is this another fireball? Bet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just as good as AJ Brown. Season long. DJ Moore's going to be just as good as AJ Brown. Absolutely. Season long or week one? What do you want to do? See, this is what happens when this Season gets long. an hour let's in. Let's do it. This All is where All right. Is All right. Anyway, let's get into the running backs. The Bears have one of the Write worst. It down, defensive... Billy. I like that one. Okay. okay. One of the worst defensive oh, lines in the bears. league and worst defenses in the league. Sorry, Joe. Uh, Gerald wanted me to add that in there. Uh, so Aaron Jones, who Horrible. catches a significant amount of passes as well, should have a giant week. And you could even talk me into starting Dylan, but I wouldn't let you talk me into it. But you could try to, at the very least. 
Uh, Aaron Jones is an easy start against this defense. And as for Chicago, Green Bay gave up the seventh most rushing yards last year, and Herbert was a clear number one in the preseason. So put Herbert in your lineup if you got a spot for him. Once again, this is not a force him into the lineup type of thing, but the Green Bay Packers are pretty bad against the run. So I think this will be one of those, why the hell didn't I draft him in any of my leagues, Herbert's. So get yourself some Herbert. Roshan's going to be a little bit later in the year. Sure, he could have a role, but I don't think it's going to be as prominent in week one, and I think Herbert feasts here as well. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, I'm just trying to recover. Okay, well, uh, top five wide receiver in the league, DJ Moore, is obvious start in this game, right? I mean, that's got to be in there. Um, I do like Mooney as well. I do think there's a good opportunity for him to get into this game and get off. Um, Eric Stokes is going to be out for this game, it looks like, for the Packers, so that's a cornerback out. I, I just like this as an opportunity. I actually don't have anybody written down for the Packers as far as the start. Watson's currently dealing with an injury, and so is Romeo Dubs. Um, I think as bad as Joe thinks the Bears' defense is, there is something to be said about Jordan Love playing with potential backups to what would be backups on most other teams. So I actually am not going to start any Packers this week, and I would recommend nobody does this week. Yeah, so um... – no, the people that drafted Christian Watson in the fourth round shouldn't start him. I hate your guys. If he's hurt, I mean, he's. Really I, I'm just kidding. I'm just, he might be I'm out just, for the game. I completely agree with you. I was just being sarcastic. But Christian I do want to get to a point. awesome possum this week. Okay. Receiver, so. okay you're going to you're gonna have to replace that pick because he's probably going to be out this at week. At least they play at 3 so o'clock, so you should have some chances Find later. a backup for that pick just in case. All right, so real quick. DJ real Moore quick. is 6,100. I'll just pick I, I have five, to baby. say something. DJ Moore is – Jared Alexander is going to is gonna eat Jared Alexander's – or uh, DJ Moore's lunch Ooh, all day God. long. And Justin Fields hasn't been known to be a pocket passer and or quarterback for that matter. Um, I actually think Moonman is a great start this week. Nobody's going to start him in redraft. I think so. But I think Mooney is going to feast all year long on this. I think there's one of those underrated players. I think he is a free agent in basically every redraft league right now. And I think that a great bench stash for week one. I'm not saying go start him right now, but I think this is one of those times where everybody forgot that Mooney scored a thousand, had a thousand yards two years ago and then dealt with injuries and terrible quarterback play last year. No offense, Joe, once again, this isn't, did he throw for more than 200 yards at any given moment? It's not DJ Moore's fault, or sorry, Mooney's fault. I think the Bears are going to win this game. I have the Packers because they own the Bears. I think the Packers get off to a terrible, I think the Packers are only going to win five games this year. I, I think they're going to be horrible. I just honest opinion i think this is going to be actually a really scrappy game i think this will literally go down to the last play and i don't know who does it but if i had to choose someone to win the last play it's going to be justin fields over jordan love i think next week is when the media overreacts to the bears beating the shit out of the packers i don't think it's i don't think i think it's gonna be a lot closer than people think i think jordan love will have a pretty shaky start maybe come back or opposite way shady shaky end i honestly don't know who's gonna win this game i'll I'll go i'll concede to the the chicago bears if that's what you guys want fair enough all right, Joe. Jair Alexander is not going to shadow DJ Moore the whole game. <laughs> and he couldn't hold DJ Moore's jackstrap. So um, I'm going to uh, go Bears because I like them. Buck Packers off. are going to stumble, says Jordan. He's with Billy. <laughs> All right, time for a very much less exciting game. Rams Seahawks at Lumen Field. Of course, it's Seattle, so it's going to rain. 
Um, with the cup news, Stafford is no go. Uh, Higby could be a <clears> sneaky play. The Seattle does surrender a ton of points to the tight end. Um, and he absolutely may be the leading target on this Rams offense. I don't know what that means, but you can absolutely start him. Gino is on the fringe for me this week. I love this matchup against this trash ass Rams team, but they could easily just rely on Charbonnet Walker and really limit Gino's upside in this one. So with the added competition and targets on this offense, Noah Fant is a no-go, nor should he have ever been, but I had to address it. <laughs> you do need to address it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, well, I don't really know how to help you with the Seattle running back split um, other than you drafted Walker as a starter, so he should start. Uh, the split should be super interesting. Uh, hopefully Charbonnet doesn't have a huge role right off the bat as he is a rookie, and uh, I think Walker really earned his role last year. But good news is, is the Rams team is just completely falling apart over the last few years, so you should be able to honestly start both of them. I don't think Charbonnet really probably warrants a roster or a, a start spot for you, but if you want to, I'm with it because this team is just hot garbage and Seattle should roll over the Rams. But as for Akers, ugh, no cup means Akers to the moon, I guess. I, I don't know. Not necessarily because <laughs> like he doesn't get a lot of targets, which is super worrisome if the Rams go down. But once again, you drafted him more than likely as a starter, so you should probably play him. But there was about four or five games before he actually took off at the end of the year when uh, Cup was out. Uh, weeks ele- week 11, I think, was Cup's last game, or maybe it was week 10. And week 11 through 14, Akers looked like shit. And then all of a sudden, the last four weeks, he looked amazing. So I really don't know how you feel about Akers, but I think you start him. Uh, Seattle's run defense isn't great, but it's not bad either. So it's kind of middle of the road. Dude, Draymond, Draymond Jones. I can't talk is going to slaughter cam makers might happen on live right. national television. I'm not excited about acres this week, but I feel like you're supposed to start them. Yeah, it's start the right All but right. Know, well, it. on the Rams, the Rams wide receiver core, obviously Cooper cup has been ruled out for week one. So you're not starting him. It might be a couple of weeks. Let's just go ahead and say that now. Um, if you're starting a Rams wide receiver this week, you are what we call a donation. You have donated your money to your league mates and you are just there for the good times. And that's about it because the Rams wide receiver core is Puga Nakua, Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Joe, Ben Scrotnick. I mean, there's just a, I'll go play for him. A bunch of random players on this Rams team. And I don't know what they're going to do to make this relevant, but it's going to be a tough uphill climb. Um, on the Seahawks side of things, we actually got good news this week that Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be healthy for the game, which did not look likely two weeks ago. So that was pretty exciting. You're starting DK, you're starting Lockett, you're starting JSN, and you're not feeling bad about any of those because the Rams are breaking in an entirely new young defense. So what a better way to get Geno's confidence up than just going to town on the Rams secondary. Yeah, that's fair. In PPR, you should get at least 10 points at the, and on any of them. So I was a little worried about uh, JSN, mainly because you probably didn't <clears> draft him as a starter. So like slotting him in somewhere might be a little hard. But say you had Cup and you had JSN as the backup, that's an easy fix right there. Just pop him right in Cup's place. <laughs> For sure. Rude, Draymond about to eat this year. Um, but anyway, moving on. Raiders, Broncos, and Power Field. Obviously. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I didn't even think, I didn't we, think we need to talk, to talk about it. About it. Yeah, I think it was just out there. Um, the, dude, the Raiders are such a joke as a franchise. They almost fuck up the Jimmy G thing. <laughs> they were 
crazy generous for fantasy last year. Um, somehow they managed to get worse, the defense did, and the offense. And then they go and piss off Chandler Jones. So fire up Russ if you have to. 5,900 on DK is a solid play there. I want to fire up Dolchich, but I would not be surprised if we see Troutman in there. So I'm avoiding I that didn't. setup this week. Tight end two at the moment. He's the joker position yeah. where basically Troutman's going to be on, on run blocking and pass blocking situations. And Dolchich is going to have like probably like I'd say 60% snaps. So it definitely does limit him. Sorry, I just learned yeah, this. I, just, I don't trust it at all. I do like Dolchich and I like the roller talking. Not about, week but... one though. No, not at all. Um, nope on Jimmy and Michael Mayer, uh, but watch Michael Mayer closely. He could be a waiver darling for week two, and he is 2,800 on DraftKings if you're a complete psychopath. He could have a lot of catches this week. Joe definitely has him in two lineups, so yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> um, on to the running backs. Uh, I personally think it's Javante season all day, but it is week one, and he could be on a snap count with the ACL tear. Uh, let's see how this workload plays out this week. Uh, more than likely you got him basically free in drafts in the seventh round or later. So you shouldn't have to start him right away. Uh, I do think P uh, Ryan stays on the bench for now, just to see what we got here. Um, and Jacobs is back. Jacobs plays. It's as simple as that. Those running backs are real easy to figure out. Sit the Broncos. If you, if you have to play one, I think Javante is worth a gamble. Uh, but that's more of like, man, you don't have a choice and you should have many choices unless you drafted just terribly. Sorry for any of those people out there. X. Um, wide receivers. Devontae Adams. Gonna go ahead and trot him out there. I'm interested to see what this connection's like with Jimmy G. Can is Devontae truly quarterback proof? We will find out this this year. We thought it was like last year we'll figure it out with Derek Carr, but Derek Carr, I, there's something to be said with like they played in college. There was a little bit of something there. We'll see if it's this year because Jimmy G is uh not great. And I'm not really starting anybody else. Jacoby Myers' knee could apparently explode at any moment, which just sounds intense. I don't really know what that means. I thought that was I Juju. Just... Oh, it is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, that's well, Juju. That's you're swapping just who uh, – No, no, you're Jacoby swapping who the Patriots <laughs> should have kept instead of signing Juju to a long-term deal. Hold like, that note on Juju because that is the only explosive thing of the Patriots' offense, so that was <laughs> one thing we'll get to that. Uh, we'll circle back. Jacoby – I'm not I'm not sold on him. He is an expatriate. Jimmy G's an expatriate. Josh McDaniels is an expatriate coach. Maybe there's something there, but I'm not starting it this week. Broncos, I'm not 100% sold on Judy being healthy, even though he's supposed to be, I think. And Cortland Sutton, we'll wait and see. But Marvin Mims is the guy. I think if you need a flex play, especially DraftKings play, I'm sure Joe has his name written down. <laughs> he's actually – yeah. I 1,000% knew, knew it was coming. $3,000 uh, on DraftKings, boys. I'm just saying. He he's awesome he's going to be a darling this week because he's going to be the perfect guy to throw in there and uh, potentially get some points out of. I muted Joe. Why'd you uh, mute me? I don't know. It was just great. Uh, Joe, you, or Billy, you really called that, though, man. Uh, oh, right, I knew anyway. it. I knew it was coming. I actually got think my list was- right here, bro. I know that it probably leans towards Las Vegas, but I have Denver winning this game. I think they actually have the, I don't want to say better roster, but like better chemistry at the moment. And I think Sean Payton comes out with a bang and smart, smart football for us. The Broncos would have been great last year with a good coach. 
Seriously. Yeah. Like all it took would have taken last year for them to win probably five more games was a good coach. So Sean Payton is fine I think, to win yeah, this game. I just think Jacob the Jacobs controversies kind of clouded this uh Las Vegas team. I think they'll be fine in the future, but I just think that this week is just a weird, weird vibe. Jacobs should be fine though. He'll eat. Speaking of which, do you know Josh Jacobs' season-long rushing total for the whole season? His over/under is a thousand yards. Well, I mean, he was—he ran for sixteen hundred. He was holding year. out, so I'm sure they're probably. So there's some it still sort of hasn't, trade. It still hasn't adjusted there. Like that's insane to me. Did you Sorry, put some money crazy. on that on DraftKings? On you go. I didn't, but I didn't see it until today. All right. I'm going to I'm going to make this one really easy. I'm sure you guys have uh points prepared for this and, you know, it is an explosive part of the team, but um Eagles Patriots Gillette Stadium, chance of rain, slight breeze. Uh, I'm going to make this real easy. Start Eagles, sit Patriots, except Ramondre. Okay. No. Fair, fair enough. Uh, actually disagree slightly, but yes. Um so I'll just get right into Ramondre because that's my guy. Uh, now the Patriots do have a tough challenge going up against the deepest and defensive line. Instead of saying best defensive line, I'm just going to say deepest. Uh, you still have to start Stevenson, I think. I, I don't think there's any way you can you can sit him. Uh, you're not happy about this week one. Zeke's poking around. Probably steal a much-needed touchdown from Stevenson. Um, also, for some reason, Zeke is just really good against the Eagles. So you never know. That could just happen. I'm not saying start him. I'm just saying historically. Uh, but running backs wise, Nick Sirianni knows what he's doing by ma- marking all four running backs as running back one on the team. I don't know if you saw the news report, but basically he did not give a, a depth chart. It is just all four Boston Scott Gainwell, uh, Swift and Penny all as running back one on the team. And I believe that there is a p- probably a plan, but the issue is we will not know until it happens. I'm not even going to guess uh, as I saw how Sanders was randomly utilized last year, whether it was good or bad. Good luck to all of you that have to start swift uh, or penny potentially. I hope that's not the case, but I do think if I had to choose right now, I have to choose the Eagles go up early and penny gets the most work out of them. Cause I don't think they'd use swift as the carry the ball, the whole game, but they also love Gainwell in those situations. It's tough, man. Just if you can avoid it, this is the one time I'm going to say you drafted swift as a, as a starter, you might want to sit this one out and just see what happens week one. Cause there's a lot of, clouds hanging over that's fair um pass catchers obviously aj and Devonte. um don't think you need to overthink that and on the patriot side of the ball i've already wasted my juju joke but i don't really think until we know more i don't really know if any of these guys are starters i like kendrick Bourne, but i've been saying that for two years now and it's not happened yet so i don't know we'll see this week will show a lot i think Ruse here for the Sydney Brown season. I don't think it starts Wait. just yet, but eventually. I hope soon because big fan. Eagles. Eagles. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I love it. All right. Dolphins Chargers at SoFi. I don't understand the physics of SoFi Stadium. Uh, fog is in the forecast. I know it's kind of open. I don't know how that would even affect anything, so don't even worry about it. Uh, Tua is starting for you. He's got two of the best wide receivers in the game. No Dolphins tight end. Don't even do it. Justin Herbert is also starting for you. I would temper expectations for him and Gerald Everett, though, because the Dolphins were very generous last year defensively, but they had really nasty personnel on that team, and now they have Vic Fangio. So 
And Jalen I think Ramsey. we see a completely different Miami defense this year. And Jalen Ramsey is now covering uh, one of the seven wide receivers that's on the Chargers. Uh, Billy, get to that in a second. Um, another start that I'm a bit worried about here, uh, the Dolphins don't give running backs full workload. Uh, so those who are planning on starting Mostert, just be ready. Uh, we did this all last year with, hey, it could be Mostert this week. It could be Jeff Wilson this week. Um, I It's always going to be the one you don't expect, which right now is a, a chain who is listed as running back three to start the season behind Salvan Ahmed. Um, so I really just think that this is going to be a true three-headed monster all year unless a, a chain breaks out this week or any weeks in the upcoming schedule. But this is his best chance to, considering it's basically Mostert and then a random guy that they found on the street. No offense, Salvin Ahmed, uh, which you're probably not taking that risk. But I will say, do not start a chain yet. Uh, and I personally would uh, try to tell you not to start Mostert if you don't have to. I really don't think it's that. And then on the other side, it's Eckler. Yeah, you know this is going to be that Eckler game. Uh, this might just be the most high-scoring sc- high game of the week, uh, and I expect Eckler to be heavily involved because they don't really use him as a running back. So I am excited to see how this Vic Fangio defense is, you know, comes out because this will be a you know good test right off the bat, Chargers. Um, this might be all right. the most talented personnel-wise defense yet. Yeah, I really I can so. see that. Um, as far as wide receivers go, fire everybody up. So Hill, Waddle, obviously, uh, Keenan, Mike, Will, starters, and then Quentin Johnston. I am interested to see how they use him in this game. I don't think he's worthy of a flex spot just yet, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. It might be this week, but I would not feel confident right off the bat. I think they had him as wide receiver four, didn't they? Because Palmer's number three at the moment, but I think it's more of a 50-50 yeah. than anything. Work him in slowly. Dolphins. Um, I I'm gonna go with the Chargers, man. I gotta break this one. Yeah. Yep. In Fangio, we trust. Hell yeah. I just I just I don't know what it is. I just I, I love this game. This game's gonna be great. It's gonna be really hard to yeah. watch this, the Eagles and the Bears all at the same time. Yeah, they really two more kind of screwed us over on this. this afternoon slate. I know the twelve. All the good games. Around. All right, so um, Cowboys-Giants on Sunday night. Again, chance of rain at MetLife. This this rain's getting ridiculous. Um, this game just kind of screams red flags all the way around to me. You got two tough defenses, divisional games, Sunday night. It just seems like we should be avoiding this one. Uh, Daniel Jones and Prescott were both likely drafted to be your starters. They were kind of right on that swing right there, and that should probably be the case, but – I would actually consider the backups, whoever you got in this one. You got Purdy, start him, Rodgers, start him, whatever it may be. Um, the Cowboys defense was brutal to tight ends last year, so Waller does not get a great matchup in his first Giants game. Um, he should get a lot of targets. I don't really know what he does with them. So in a PPR, great, but probably not his best game of the year. Jake Ferguson seems like the guy for the Cowboys. But again, I got to see it first. I'm not starting him. Yeah, and Pollard finally gets rid of his training wheels and should be heavily featured. Um, I would go ahead and expect Eckler-type numbers, uh, except with more run plays because the Cowboys actually know how to use a running back. Uh, Easy starts for both Pollard and Saquon, who is literally the only player on this team that I care about. Yep, Um, piggybacking off that. Giants wide receivers, obviously not. Um, Not until we figure out who's even going to be the starters. I don't even know that. Um, They have a depth chart written out, but I don't believe it. Anyway, on to the Cowboys. 
obviously you're starting CD and then Brandon Cooks. The man never goes under a thousand yards, so this is a perfect guy to put in, um, across from CD Lamb. I'm very interested to see. Um, also, keep an eye on Michael Gallup. I wouldn't start him, but I would just say like see how he is because I'm no Noah Brown anymore. So that wide receiver three spot actually could you know carve out a decent role, but we'll see. No Dalton Schultz either, so you never know. I got the Cowboys. Giants. I'm going Giants as well, just because how I watched them play last season. Cowboys. I don't. I don't think Dak is is prepared to play a Giants team. Just don't. Uh, yeah, I think I. I just. I. I'm going offense here. I'm not. I'm not trusting the defenses. I'm going. It's going to be an offensive game. There's going to be some defense, obviously, but I just. I got to go with the better offense, which is the Cowboys. Yeah, I get this one being straight defense. Maybe. <clears throat> It's gonna be there's a, it is a division game. Defense. Dak threw the most picks last season, so I'm hoping. And they got rid of Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy's calling the plays now. This just has disaster potentially written all over it. So I guess we'll just see what happens. Dak pick Scott. I like it. All right, time for a more exciting one. <laughs> Last but definitely not least, uh, we got the Bills and the Jets on Monday night again. Chance Brain at MetLife. MetLife's gonna be popping this weekend. Um, this game, high noon, gunslinger feel to it. There's no better person for that than A.A. Ron. Uh, this Bills defense definitely took a hit last offseason, or this offseason, but they were beyond solid last year. So I could see this being very low scoring or very high scoring. I don't really see much of an in-between here. It is a dice roll um, on what it's going to be. I'll tell you this, though. Conklin has been my dude all offseason. And I want to extend an open-ended fireball bet to anyone that wants it that I'll take it. He scores the touchdown on this one. Yeah, I'll take it before I even knew what it was. Conklin. Yeah. Okay. Done. Easy. Put it on the book. Uh, all right. Speaking hey, of, hey, uh, hey, Josh oh. Allen is sorry for you. Knox is on your bench. Kincaid is intriguing, but the Jets gave up a lot of receptions and yards to tight ends last year, but a very few touchdowns. So. You really got to be desperate to start, Kincaid. I just had to get start Josh Allen in there. No, no, that's my bad, Joe. I honestly thought you were done. Yeah. I can't see your face because I have a bunch of screens up. It's just wild. Uh, anyway, into the running backs, which is not going to be helpful at all if you were like, man, should I start this person? Because uh, last game of the week, we got Dalvin, Brees, Damian Harris, and James Cook. Who will get the most carries? We want to play this game real quick. Anyone have a, a, a person they want? I'd love to do an open-ended fireball bet here. Do it. Who Cook. wants one? You want I'll which one? It. Which one? Cook. You can't just say Cook. There's four. There's two Cooks. There's a Dalvin and a James. No, James. Okay, Billy. Who do you want? I'm literally giving you the Dal- two. Bo- Dalvin. That's who I would have went. I'm gonna go with Damian Harris. Uh, and you wanna know why? Because I don't fucking know. Actually, I'd love to go with uh, Josh Allen, who is the actual running back to play from either of these teams. Um, so you got Damian Harris poaching goal line carries from James Cook. Uh, Brees probably on a pitch count. So maybe Dalvin, but he's new to the team. James Cook's probably the best one, but they don't give 20 rushes to a running back on this team. Uh, the Cooks should have a higher workload, personally. You guys did take those from me, which is fine. But don't be surprised to see the Bills play the hot hand in games like this all season. So, um, yeah. If you can avoid this at all costs, I would. Let's see what Dalvin Cook's going to do. This Dalvin Cook Brees Hall workload is going to be weird all season, but I don't really believe Brees Hall is fully 
100% back at this point. I think this might be a bit of a rush job. We missed a perfect chance for a too many cooks in the MetLife joke. It's, it's hour 20, you know, hour 28 in. Can't, can't expect the best. All right. Wide receiver wise, uh, you're going Diggs. You're going Garrett Wilson, who I think are going to be two of the better wide receivers this year. Um, however, we don't even know if Diggs wants to be in Buffalo, but that's a pin for a, a later podcast. Um, I do think there is something to be said about Alan Lazard being comfortable with Aaron Rodgers in the first game. I think they're, I think that might be interesting for a flex play at least. And then maybe this is Gabe Davis's year. Kyle seems to think so. So who knows? Maybe this is a good time. But I mean, Sauce is going to lock somebody up. We just don't know who that's going to be yet because he doesn't. Honestly- he doesn't follow he's not an island guy he plays his side yeah and i assume they'll be swapping like i just i just imagine it's going to be like that second corner is going to have his uh, work cut out for him basically josh allen wants nothing to do with sauce Gardner, by the way like he does not want anything to do with him at all no way so you guys got winning this they got the jets jets, jets as well Jets, I thought you guys would be Bills. Look at look at us. Jets, Jets, Jets. I've been doing this too long. <laughs> guys, I, we we agree a lot more than we used to. It's week one. I, we're probably gonna be wrong about half these games. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Okay, here we are. Um, hour and a, hour and a half in. Think we did a good job. I appreciate everybody who's been here this whole entire time. Ruguru, I mean, geez, I, I really appreciate you being here. For this long, if you're still out there in the the YouTube verse, um, guys, do we have anything we want to end with? Joe, do you want to go through a quick DK lineup, one of your thirty, whichever one you feel best about? Yeah, absolutely. What are the awesome possum here. plays of the week, Joe? All together into a into a team. All together into a team. Let me get this pulled up here, and I will run you right through it. And while we're doing that, we got a new comment, which is Rugaru. I'm here all season, boys. Always good to have a fan. Always, always, mommy, man. Rue, we're going to try to do a lot more live podcasts. Jordan's kind of taken a step back as he is in a coding class for an entire year. So he's kind of not going to be as live as much. But we, on the other hand, Probably be doing this podcast live quite a bit this season. Plus, it saves Josh a whole lot of work as far as it really does, man. I got I got a lot going on, and it's real nice to just you know pop it right onto YouTube straight up. For sure. All right, Joey. I think I found the one I like the most here out of my lineup. So, (laughs) got Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Aaron Jones at running back, Bijan Robinson at running back, Tyreek Hill at wide receiver, Sky Moore at wide receiver. Elijah Moore at wide receiver. Mark Andrews at tight end. George Pickens as the flex in the commander's defense. Because I'll tell you guys real quick, if you're not starting the commander's defense this week, I don't know what the fuck you are doing. It's $2,800, and they're playing Arizona. So that's the only defense you can play. Love that. Love that quite a bit. I, don't th- I haven't made one up yet, but I will I will get mine in. But that's I'd probably be based off of that. I was gonna say I can I can read mine too if you want to take longer, Bill. 
I, I don't have DraftKings because I don't know how to get my login in, but uh, FanDuel-wise, uh, this does fit. Uh, Justin Herbert as QB, Brian Robinson and Etienne at running back, Hill, Lockett at wide receiver, and Godwin, sorry. And I did actually throw Deion, Deion Jackson in here, Komet and Eagles D, which I think might be okay, but I'm also not very good at daily fantasy. So if you want to do the lineup you don't want to put in, maybe that's it. We don't know. Oh, can I do another one? No, no. Yep. No. By all means, Cousin Joe, Sanders, not? Brian Robinson, Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, Marvin Mims, Hawkinson, Bijan Robinson, and the Commanders. All that right. And on that note, that is the end of DraftKings. Uh, we need to really get a better title for this. DraftKings for sure. Brought to you. Awesome by Joe. possums. Play of the week. Yeah, we also probably need to be doing more sleeper picks based content. Um, next week we will do. How about next week we will for sure have a sleeper pick uh, segment. Awesome possum sleeper picks of the week. Ready to go. But we've already taken up enough of your time out there for all the listeners uh, on YouTube and such. uh, Twitch and the podcast. Just the podcast feed, yeah, too. Just all of the universes. It's really great. I'm just happy week one is finally here and I can stop fiddling with my roster and stop saying, hey, I might play this guy or, hey, I should pick up this guy because that's one thing that I tell people to not do is make rash decisions before you see them play. And honestly, just seeing stats based on last year's performance is really tough. I want to see some stats from this year's performances. So which obviously change. So anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? Thank I you, don't. everyone, for hanging out. Yeah, for sure. Rougarou, thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.